I'm Four Easy Fighter, NAF fan with NAF MAK Grand Group. Welcome to the Vietnamese. I'm your host, Kenneth Nguyen. Being part of a culture of nearly 100 million Vietnamese people in the world today comes with a lot of pain, proud history, and privilege. Join me as I highlight and explore the Vietnamese experience from all over the world. Very cool. So, now, what does it mean to be Vietnamese to you nowadays? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm very proud of my culture. You know, we come from a long line of hardworking people. You know, um, for me, it's very important. You know, my family, you know, of course, you know, uh, came over after the war. You know, um, I think it doesn't like, uh, uh, after the fall in 75, I think my, my family went to Malaysia. You know, uh, they came over to America in 79. And then, uh, you know, so for me, you know, um, um, the struggle, you know, um, going through all the hardship, you know, but not giving up, keeping going, you know, means, means a lot to me, you know, not giving up, you know, um, keep going for the goal, you know. Yeah, so you grew up in Orange County, I believe, right? Yes. And what, what was it like for you growing up in Orange County? Uh, I grew up in like Westminster Garden Grove, like uh, in the 90s, and uh I had a pretty okay upbringing, um, you know, I had two older brothers. Uh, but in the 90s, I felt like in the 90s, uh, around this town, it was 80s, late in the 80s too, 80s, 90s, kind of dangerous. Um, I thought there was a lot of gangs here and around this town, a lot of shootings and stuff like that. Um, and the kids, I think the inspiration, they want, everyone want to be a gangster, everyone want to be a tough guy, that's the end thing. You know, um, I think thankfully for me, you know, I was not into that. You know, um, I was into martial arts, so I came out of trouble, you know. Why did you get into martial arts? I don't, know, I don't know. My family was into it. My my, my grandpa, my dad, my two older brothers, like, like Tyrone Black Belts. And um, I like, I would watch like Kung Fu movies, you know, Hong Kong movies, you know, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. Johnny Yen as a kid growing up, you know, you know, I, I liked it, you know, trying to be the hero, being the good guy, you know, give back the community. And um was very, for me, it's very inspirational as a Asian American, you know. I think you can relate. Being an Asian American in America, there's not much Asian influence or Asian American influence that we can look up to, you know, tell us there's the right thing, you know. So um you know, I want to do martial arts, you know, because I loved it. Also, hopefully get to a stage where I can, like, broadcast, you know, get, get, get some eyes on me so I inspire other young Asian Americans to, um, you know, follow their dream. Yeah. Um, your father and grandfather were all martial artists, you said? Yes. And what kind of uh, martial arts did they practice? Well, I only see Vietnamese martial arts, right? Yeah. In Vietnam. Well, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what type, you know. Uh, I'm not specific, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think my dad was very more enthusiastic than anything. Uh, my grandpa, I'm not sure where he studied, but he's really involved. So he really loved martial arts. My two older brothers, they were Taekwondo black girls, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. And, you know, with the uh, Taekwondo, did you study that to get the black belt as well? 
No, no. Uh, my mom put me in for like about uh, a couple of weeks with my brothers. So I was too young to appreciate it. Uh, I think I was about five years old. And then like me, I was eight years old. And then Vietnamese martial arts, Vietnamese karate with uh, Queen Dao, Vietnam. That's what it's called. And the Grandmaster, Hao Gui. And I was there with him for eight years. I got my black belt under him. Yeah. And those are not traditional um, martial arts that we know today, like Taekwondo or Jiu Jitsu or Judo. Um, how are they different? How is the Vietnamese martial arts different from the other martial arts? Oh, I'm not sure. Well, I think my grandmaster, his teacher was a Japanese guy, and it was very karate based. Mm. So I, I think the kick punch are pretty similar to karate. Why? Well, but I think the forms, the I think the, um, the patterns, you know, you understand that the period fighting was different. I think he modified it or he did he changed it to how he liked it. So the form was not traditional, but I think the punch and kick was very, very traditional. Got it. And, and, you know, when you do compare that kind of martial arts with other martial arts and you go out and you go into competitions, does it really hold up the Vietnamese martial arts? Well, when I was 17, I had one kickboxing match. I was seven years old. Uh, I was with my mom, I working out of state at the time. And uh, uh, there was a kickboxing event and I signed up for it. Me and my brother, my brother was in my corner, and I fought like a 33-year-old man, you know, so uh, it's just kickboxing. And um, I didn't know any boxing, kickboxing at the time. All I know was vintage martial art, you know, coming down. And uh, I won, you know, so I thought, I thought, I thought it was pretty decent. And, and when you I knew as a kid. Yeah, when you say you won, you won like this was like an, an actual competition or you like you it was a competition it was a, yeah, it was, it was a show it was a kickboxing show yeah. okay got it got it so it was like a contest it wasn't like is it is it a ring is it a, no, no, no no is it a ring with boxing gloves it was a ref it was, it was a there's a there's an audience yeah yeah and yeah. growing up did you um did you get into a lot of fights oh no no, no i didn't oh well I had, a, I had a some fight not a lot of fights as a kid you know that's what kids do but um I need a lot of fights, not at all. As an adult, I got into zero fights. After high school, as an eight-year-old, I, I never got any fights. Yeah, and but and it's never even gotten close to where somebody said a thing or two and then, you know, it, it, almost fight? As an adult on the street, nah, nah, nah. nah not, not even close. The worst case scenario, I do that, but I came to walk away, you know? Yeah, walk away or just ignore the guy or something. Oh, so you, so you've been provoked, but you just walk away. I don't know, I've been provoked, but just sometimes they say, some people say stupid stuff, you know, and uh, I, 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 just, I, just, I just brush them off or something. I don't know, yeah. provoked, nah, I don't think I've been provoked on the street, never, nah. So yeah. when when you were growing up, what uh, what what was it that you wanted to do? Dude, it's crazy. I, I want, I want to be a fighter. Yeah, as as a kid, as a kid I, I want. I saw Rocky, you know. I saw I see like kung fu movies. I I want to be a fighter, but as I got older, like a fighter that a realistic career, you know. But then the UFC came, you know. And I'm like, oh hey, maybe, you know, I can try this. But as as an Asian, you know, um, what you know, Asian American, 
As you grow up, you have to go you go to school, you get a degree, you go to college, you get a job. That, that, that's 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 the cycle, you know. So uh, I figured, okay, I went to college, you know, and I I wanted to fight as well because I liked it. I figured, you know, I'm gonna go as far as I can with this fighting thing. And it doesn't work out, I just go back to college. That's that's my plan. And what would I, mean, you I guess it worked out, you know. Yeah, yeah. What would you study if you had to go back to college? Uh, I don't know. I was a, I was a business marketing major at the time, you know. But um, if I had to go back to college, you know, I took one Asian American studies class, and I really liked it. Me Asian American studies just just for fun, you know. I don't, I don't know how you make money off that, but uh, it was very enjoyable, you know. Get to see other um, Asian cultures and see how how they live, how they grow up, you know. So it was cool. Now, when you were growing up, like, what did your mom and dad do? Your two brothers, what what did they do for a living? You see, I don't know. You see, uh, my parents at the time when I was a kid, uh, in the '90s, they owned a video store. Mm. You know, for like Hong Kong, Hong Kong Vietnamese, uh, Vietnamese video store. That's pretty big in Westminster. And that's how they made money. Uh, before that, I think they had a they had a food to go little bun meat shop. You know, mm. and that's how they made money. Then it transitioned to the video store and stuff. Yeah, because, you know, I'm interested how, you know, fighting for you, a professional fighter, uh, became a reality. What, what, who told you that that was a possibility that would, you know, be that you could actually do in your life for money? Okay, uh, I saw UFC back in, was it, 1995, usually came in 93. The first VH8, VH8 uh, video team I saw back in the day, 1995. Uh, was you know, was Juicy Three, Hoist Greasy beating up all these little skinny Brazilian guy, Hoist Greasy, choking out beating up guys. Oh, well, that's cool. I want to learn that. And I, as I got older, I started to get used to 2000. I was in high school already. I started wrestling. And then um, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu coach told me, hey, you know, uh, you make a living out. He, he said, you make a living out. This is going to be your livelihood. You can go away to school, you know. The education, I, I, whatever, I didn't believe him, you know. Uh, but you know, I love martial arts, so I just kept, I kept with it. And then, um, I eventually, you know, I, I really end up jumping out of school, just get done pursuing the, a fight career. Would your parent, would your mom and dad say? They're pissed, of course, you know. My, my dad's pretty cool. My dad's cool. My mom was a, uh, I don't, actually, uh, they weren't as pissed as I thought they were. I was gonna be furious, but I just told him, hey, look, uh, at this time, you know, I transferred from, you know, Golden West to Cali Fullerton. I went there for a couple of years. You know, I was like one year, one year away from getting my BA, you know. And uh, I, I decided to, to drop out. You know, um, I was getting a lot of deals from Japan and this and that, a lot of offers. But, you know, sometimes I would, I would, I would turn it down so I could study and stuff. And, like, I'd stay a lot. I wouldn't get great. I wouldn't do well on tests. You know, it was hard to balance. So, you know, eventually I dropped out. And I told my parents, "Hey, look, you know, I'm gonna try this fighting career thing. You know, see how that far it takes me." And I, worst case scenario, I just go back to school. You know, and uh, they're pretty cool. Uh, to my surprise, they're pretty cool and very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was your first? I mean, you said that you were getting deals from Japan. How did you even get to that point where you're being offered deals from Japan? Uh, well, uh, 
I was fighting King of the, uh, back in the day. I was fighting King of the Cage. King of the Cage is a small promotion. It's, now is is considered very small. But back in the day, early two thousands, I was King of the Cage, UFC, is a I think a WC and um, Pride. It was a Pride back in the days, and so um, they had like this Pride um, uh. I always been Prime Pancreas. Those are the two of the big uh, promotions over there for MMA. They had like a, a Japan rep. I come over and watch uh mm-hmm. watch the King of the Cage fights. The, the, the watch fighters see who's good and try to send them over to Japan to get them fights as well. And so um, you know um, I was just scouted and uh, people were making offers to me. Hey man, you want to fight this guy on this date? And I, oh man, I can't, you know, I gotta, I have a test, or I can't, I gotta stay with school and stuff like that. Yeah. And then when you um, took on your first fight, uh, where was that and how was that like? Oh, my first professional fight. Oh, my first fight. Uh, yeah, my first fight. I was, oh, I did a fight in Pancreas. My very first MMA ish fight was in uh, was San Pedro, was in San Pedro, California. San Pedro, California. Um, I was still in high school. I was I was, I was eighteen. I was, I was still in high school, and then uh, um, you know, I signed I signed the waiver. I signed I signed the waiver myself. You know, I drove myself up there, and um, the promoter just sent me up. This. These three, we weighed in, and this is set up two guys around about the same weight, and we fought. And I, I was able to armbar the guy within one minute. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then you were hooked after that. I was, I was hooked. Yeah, I was hooked. I was like, you know, let's keep it going. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, at the time, did you think about the money aspect? Like, can you really make a living off of this? Um... At the time I was eighteen, I didn't think about I didn't think about making a living, like live off off it. At the time, I was like, I I, I just thought, I man, I hope one day I make a lot of money, you know. But I didn't think about making a living, you know. I, I still thought about hey, go to school, get a degree, you know, um, you know, somehow you might be to like make money with um, business marketing. That that was my idea, and do fight on the side. You know, I didn't think about me as a career. Eventually, I I eventually I got older. I thought, how do I continue to fight and send his money? And, you know, and eventually I opened up school. And that's how I was able to stay consistent. How long have you had this school? Uh, I opened back in 2008. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long yeah. time. Wow. And how do you, you know, find students? And how do you, uh, how do you run this business? Uh, I, I think I know that it's a, it's a, it's a tough gig, isn't it? It's, it's it's tough but it's fun though yeah i like i like it yeah so yeah. we get like you know i teach in the morning afternoon at night you know still have people help me most of them now i have people help me when i'm, I'm alone because of covid you know but um but uh i get i get, I get good breaks you know a lot of, like five hour lunch breaks <laughs> yeah and that, that's cool you know how was covid for you covid uh covid the first, uh, I say three, three, four months was rough. Like nobody came. It was dead, you know. I, 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 but no, nonetheless, I still come every day. All the classes, 
alone. No, 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 nobody was here. Back in 2019, nobody was here. You know, nobody came in in the first three to four months of 2019 of COVID. It was pretty depressing. And uh, after that, it started, it started growing again. Wow. And, you know, it was a struggle, but how did you end up making it? I mean, you had uh, money saved up to keep the operations yeah, de going? De 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 definitely, yeah, money saved up. I spent money to keep the lights on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, once the, the, the kind of pandemic is over, I mean, how do you get the students? You just call parents back and say, hey, um, we're reopened? Oh, no, 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 no. Um... Just, I don't know. People just decided to come back again. They wanted to work out. They got tired of staying home. And as soon as they started to come back, you know, and word of mouth. And uh, people just, uh, people tell this guy, this place is open during the pandemic. And people just want to train. Yeah. And and at your gym, are you training all levels of martial artists? Or are you training specifically for fighters that want to pursue oh, a professional yeah, path? No, not, oh, this place is not fully on fighters. It's like, 99% like just regular people, average Joes, no one, mm. no one here is here for training, for fun, recreational purpose, you know. Um, I have fighters, other fighters come in and help me train on, on off times, off during like non-class hours, but classes are geared towards regular people. And what do you teach? I mostly Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like Muay Thai, mm. kickboxing. Yeah, I've always wanted to get into Jiu-Jitsu. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a fun. Um, you and you have a black belt in it, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Now, what, um, what, what kind of dedication did you have to go through to get that black belt? Oh me, I don't know. I was uh, I was in high school. Once I trained jujitsu, uh, man, I was training a lot. I, I mean, I train like I am now. I train every 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 morning. I train twice a day, every day, six days a week, and I rest on Sundays as a kid. All, all I still do it all until now as an adult. You still Just, do that now? Yeah. Are, are I mean, you... I train I train more now than I did when I was younger. Wow! And are you still gearing up to fight and and um, be very active in the the professional fight world? I mean, I haven't fight at the highest level, but maybe fight like maybe. Not really, you know, me like international level, me like Japan or like that, you know. Um, I if I don't fight, I still want to stay healthy, you know, stay fit. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Like, okay, so you start out, you know, your first fight, right? And uh, you you get you get hooked into it, right? And then at the time, do you think like, okay, well, I have a point of uh on the map where I want to go. You know, this is where I want to be. This is how much money I want to make. Or is it more of a random decision? Like, okay, I want to be a fighter and I'll just start to let everybody know. And then I'll just start booking fights. You know, is it something that you really thought about or was it something that just happened for you? No, so I, I thought about, I want, I want to do it. I want to become a fighter. I want to reach the highest goal, you know, um, at the time like, it was Japan, it was pride. Everyone was pride at the time. So um, now it's UFC, but at the time, the goal when I was younger was everybody go to Pride, go to find Pride, go to Japan, go somewhere, get, get good, get train every day, eat clean, run, train, fight, hopefully get, get a bit of name and go to Japan. How did you finance it? I mean, I was a kid, so I lived at home. So that, that, that helped. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, and um, my business jiu coach, uh, he sponsored me. Uh, he did for free. Uh, as long as I can, I can compete for him and represent his academy. So financially, financially, financial, uh, that helped. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. And then, okay, so you fight your first fight. That's done. And then how much longer uh, do you get to your second fight? Uh, I think at this time, at the very beginning stage of MMA, not that many shows. I think I didn't fight until a year later, you know. Wow. Yeah. Now, as a fighter, now it's more common for fighters to fight like three, four times a year. But at yeah. the time, it's very, it's not that many shows. There's not many shows, and um, it's hard to find. And, you know, at the time, it's kind of like it's, uh, illegal, you know. I mean, you don't find it's underground shows. You know, um, uh, a lot of times you can either find the nightclub, you know. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your journey to the UFC? Oh, yeah, sure. So, uh, I think it's like 2005. I think it's a five or maybe, you know, maybe, I don't know. I got, I got, I was a fighter in 2010. So before 2008, as I training, I was with Jeremy Williams. Um, Jeremy was Apex Jiu Jitsu. I uh, missed I was with him. He knew the producers of uh, Those Fighters. Those Fighters is a TV show, a reality TV show with uh, the fighters that want to try to get into the UFC. Mm. And uh, he knew the producer. He threw my name. He threw my name in there. And he put my name. Yeah, and then I was going to Vegas for auditions. And so it's just the producers and everybody. They interview you, and they like, uh, and they interview you. They want to see like, uh, what kind of personality you have. You know, if you're like boring or like uh, you're talkative, and uh, if you're if you're athletic. You're not athletic, you know. You don't want to see who you are, and and luckily, you know, um, they picked me to come back for the show to get into the house, and I was able to. The show to get in the house is a fight. It's a fight. You win that fight, you get in the house. You lose, you go home. And luckily, I was able to finish that fight and get in the house. I was a fighter season twelve. Wow! And then, um, did you go immediately into the UFC? There are like other things you had to do before you got to the UFC. No, that was it. From um, I was a fight, I was a semifinalist on the show, so I beat every, on, on the show. I beat everybody except for the last match. I lost the last match, and then um, I fought on the season finale, and uh, I officially I I lost that fight, but everybody thought I won, so I think Dana White thought I won, so they gave me like. I use the contract. Oh wow! Now, now, which fight was that? That was a controversial one, right? Versus it was the first UC fight. It was the first featherweight UC fight. It's the first televised UC fight. It was Leonard Garcia. Yeah, Leonard Garcia, and you know, I watched that fight, um, and I, you know, saw the scoring at the end, and uh, I saw the reaction, the crowd reaction, and you know that. Um, leaves a specific sort of scar, like in my mind when I think about kind of decision. How did you feel about it when you, you know, coming out of that uh, evening? Um, I, I, that night I was like, oh man, I thought I beat him bad. Yeah, 
And uh, I was, I was just, just like, we with the decision. I was like, so happy. I was like, oh, I got to win. I won. I won, I won my, the fight against the UFC. You know, I'm going to the UFC now. It's, it's, it's easy, you know. And then, like, you know, I was, I was so excited. And I, was, I was with my hand, like, oh, of course I won. I, I thought I'd be badly. And then they go, oh, it's a split decision. I'm like, what the heck? How did a split decision? This is impossible. I whooped his butt. It was like, uh, Larry Garcia. I'm like, what the heck? I was so surprised. It was Nav Van. I'm like, okay. It was Larry Garcia. And I was like, what the heck? And he, he was surprised. He, he was won. surprised. Yeah, you can yeah. see it. And his face is all bruised up and yeah. beat up. And Yeah. Like, what? How the heck did he win? Like, there's no way I, I didn't get hit, you know? Yeah, I, your, I, I was crazy. But what's your theory on that kind of shit? What's your theory? Like, there's got to be a reason why they gave it to him, right? Three judges. I think the, the only thing I think is like the judges are very, they're not, they're not fighting, they're not in the sport of like mixed martial arts or even combat for like boxing. They're not in that sport. There's like, I, I don't want to be sexist, but I, I, uh, one of the ladies, Natalie Burley, with the, with the ladies, he's probably not in the boxing or anything like that. So, uh, he sees a guy throwing a lot of punches, but not landing. So, he thinks he's winning. He thinks he's being more aggressive. So, uh, I just think there's a people that are untrained. You know, that's uh, you know that's the best scenario. Worst case scenario, maybe they got bought out, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Worst, yeah. I hope that's not the deal, you know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then how many fights do you fight in the UFC? I think I fought, I fought eight fights. And did you, uh, okay, let me ask you this, because I, I always wonder about this. You, you know, the way that like somebody like Kobe would talk about basketball, right? The amount of intensity and all that stuff. Did you go through, did you feel like for those years, did you go through a very rigorous training program and you felt like you, you had what it takes to give it the Kobe level approach or is it something that you just sort of went out, you did your best and, you know, uh, let the, let the universe take care of the rest. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, you know, I, at the time when I had, you know, I had, I had a school to take care of, you know, I did the best I could with what I had, you know, I, I had a tea, I had a train, um, Toward the end of my UC career, I tried to take it more seriously. Like I'd, I'd leave to Alpha Male, which is Sacramento, which is Uriah Favors camp. I go there too with all the good guys over there for my fights, you know, and that was, that was very helpful. But um, you know, it, it was hard, you know, I had school and I, I trained. I, I, so uh, I did the best I could. Look, Looking back now uh, that you've been given that opportunity to do the UFC, would you have gone back and cut the school out, cut the you know your workout, so you could just focus on UFC? Nah, probably not. Because like fighting, you only fight like once in a while. You still got to pay bills, you know. So like, if I didn't fight, I'd probably be pretty. I'd probably be homeless or pretty broke, mm. you know, or I have no car. So every month I still need bills to pay. So I I really need a school to have. I really need to teach. Yeah, got it. And do does your anybody in your family like your brothers help you teach or anything? Oh no, they're they're not in the martial arts. I am. Yeah, but they did help when they could. Yeah, yeah. And and so you said you had eight fights. How many how many years was that? Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I think 
I think me was it five years. Me five years. Five I years. Think? Yeah. I, I think yeah. Besides fighting well, right? Like besides like knocking somebody out or really being physical, what are the other components? Do you think that leads or contributes to the success of a UFC fighter? Because obviously you don't need a perfect record to make a lot of money, but there are things that you need in the UFC to to rise in the organization, right? Yeah. What are those things? I think the number one is kind of character and charisma. Uh, you, know, you stand out. You know, people want to people want to see you, see you fight. I think a lot of fighters I see like aren't that great. They're okay, they're okay, but they're they're very charismatic. And like, wow, he's weird. He's a he's loud, interesting. Uh, but after that, you, you still gotta win fight. You still gotta win. Number uh, maybe number one is winning. Number one for sure, you gotta win. <laughs> maybe a close a close tie is. Maybe a close tie. Another one thing, a big thing is a good character. Good character. So you, you know? good character means you got to be able to shit talk really well. Yeah, I think you know, you know, talking trash is a talking trash is a is a, is a talking trash is a big deal. You know, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm more quiet. I'm not much of a trash talker. That's, that's not. That's not. That's not good. You know, but oh, um, gotta talk trash usually. Um, How do you practice you, that? I don't know. I guess you don't, you don't care. About, you don't care. I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. You guess you don't care. Yeah, but I, I care about. I try to be a role model to the community, to kids. I don't mm. want. I don't. I don't want to trash talk. Yeah. I don't want the kids in our in our Vietnamese community to okay, it's okay to like, say bad things about our people. You know. Um. You know. Besides all, that, I want I want kids to have a good role. I want to be a good role model to the kids. You know. I want them to know that you know you don't have to trash talk. You know, you don't have to say bad things about the other people to get where you want to be, you know, just do your best. Yeah, but if you don't trash talk, I mean, it doesn't get interesting, right? It doesn't. I I, I, even I, I like it too. I like when the bad guy talks, you know, it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. So, I, man, I'm at home. Yeah. It's tough for someone to make money because, you know, I'm too boring. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not willing to trash talk. I don't want to say things about the guy's mom, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the guy kind of great talks trash talks very well. You know, I know I mean, I'm not good at your mama jokes, you know. So, yeah. so uh, I, I like to, I like to be humble and just just hopefully win fights, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You you either got to be like a Connor where you talk shit really well, you talk trash really well, or you're like a a Khabib. You just yeah, you exactly, dominate exactly. every time. Exactly. Yeah. So, Connor, but Connor's a good fighter too. So he, you got if you talk trash, you gotta be good. You're pretty decent as well. You back if, it up. You don't talk. Yeah, you're super dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then okay, so other than trash talking, being a really good fighter, what what are some other things that contribute to a success of a UFC fighter? Uh, good management, I think. You know, a good manager, someone that can like uh, Give give the right fights, you know, to build your career, build your career, get eyes on you. How do you find those people? Yeah, I'm not sure. I I I have I managed myself most most of my career, you know. So um, um, they they're out there. You know, you can contact them, you know. But uh, at the time, there weren't that many uh, MMA managers, and I um uh yeah. We want to contact them as well. Yeah, I do myself. See how I can get you know, I I I, I like connections and stuff. So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and and now when you look back um, on on the career that that you've had, that's a big um, that's a big brand to be a part of the UFC, isn't it? It's the, it's the biggest. Yeah, it's the NFL. It's the NFL, right? NFL. NFL. Yeah, it's major, it's major league. Yeah, it's major. It's major, major. Uh, and to have eight fights, I mean, aren't there people who just have one or two fights and they get kicked out? I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a bad record, you see, but you know, I'm, I'm just thankful that I even got to compete on that those guys. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm reading conflicting things. Um, that says that uh, you were the the first UFC Vietnamese UFC fighter. Uh-huh. Or was it was it you or was it somebody else? In my humble opinion, I mean, look. If you want, look, I don't say, I don't, I don't understand. It's facts. It's fact. If you think I'm lying, you look it up. You know, you look. I think, no, I'm pretty sure I was the very first. Two things. I was the first Vietnamese fighter in the UFC. Number two, and I was the first 145 pounder, 145 pound fighter televised in the UFC. Oh, got it. No, just saying. <laughs> but who, who else? other first Vietnamese that would contend with that uh, assumption that you're the first Vietnamese uh, UFC I fighter? Think, I think it's between me and Kung Lee. Okay, so, but would, couldn't we figure that exact date out? Yeah, you Google it. That's it. Yeah, right? It's done. It's over. It's, it's done. That's it. But, but no I, did try to, I did try to Google it, and both your names came up. Yeah, but then there's a little shirt on. Should I say, it shows the idea of who fought, of who fought, win stuff. So. Oh, so you you are the very first UFC fighter, Vietnamese UFC fighter. And and, and look, it's not my opinion. You just look at look at look it up. That's it. Not my I me mean, Kung. You know, I have no bad blood with Kung. We're, we're friends. You know, I understand. I fought before him. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. You know? But but why is that even an issue on Google? It's, 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 I I don't care. I don't no 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 no. I. I know you don't care, but why is that even a thing uh, that exists out there? That is that is that, is that crazy? Why does why does it matter? Well, it does matter who's number who's the first, and it it does matter who is the first because then that's the reality. But my question is like, why is that even a a situ not to you or to the public, but why is there confusion online? Who yeah. the first one is? I don't why, get it. Why is it? You just you just Google it, right? I Google it, and that there's like that's it. You see. Kung, and then you see you. It, it's both, but there's articles that says you are, and then there's another article that says he is. So the, the, I don't understand. The, 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 the final thing is all you need to look up the fights. The, the date. That, that, it's over. That's it. That, that what? Well, I'm glad that I got to you first, and not to Kung, because you are the, the first one officially. Just, uh, just, just, just look. If they're watching this, you don't believe me. Like, no, they're lying. No, Kung Lee's the first. Like, I don't even care. But you really want to know? Just, just Google it. Google it. That, you see, was type of Kung Lee, man, fan, sure dog. It shows the record. It shows who fought when. Who fought ah, got all, it, got all it. shows all your fights. Do Do you get approached? Do you get approached by this often? This question? Yeah, all the time. Like, so weird. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm playful with it. I'm joking around. Like, yeah. Hey, uh, like, hey. Somebody's like, oh, Kung Lee was the first user fighter. Like, I hear, like, is that true? <laughs> yeah, because I've heard that in my circles too, like Kung Lee. And then I looked it up and I was like, wait a minute, you are 
Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. Well, how how is it even confusion? I don't get it. It's I don't just, get it either. You just Google it. That's it. Boom. That's the answer. <laughs> just Google that. You don't believe? If you think I'm lying, Google ain't lying. No, I don't. I don't think anybody's lying. I, you know, it's just a, a weird thing when you Google it and then both the names, your name and Kung Lee's name, pop up, and I'm like, I'm so confused. And I was like, I wonder if you're confused about this situation too. It sounds I ain't like you confused. are. I'm not because I was there. <laughs> I remember who I remember who fought first. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're confused about who fought first, but confused about why there's confusion, right? I exactly I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm, I'm confused why you're there's confused. Confusion. Yes. Why why you can be you just gotta Google it, that's it. Oh, it's a shirt dog. I go shirt.com, shirt all your fights. Hey, he fought this time, this time, this time. Mm. And then I fought this and oh that's oh he fought first that's it done it's over yeah, yeah. well no that's argument. that's a very proud thing to be the the uh, first Vietnamese um Vietnamese American in the UFC I think it's cool yeah it's a super yeah. like honor right yeah I, I, I to me did you say UFC is the NFL right is the is the MLB is the major league you know NBA and like yeah, yeah is yeah, NBA and like for me I be the first one at the highest level of MMA. It's very honorable. I just think it's super cool since I'm a kid about, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, as I'm sitting here talking to you, right? Like I'm asking you these questions. Like I'm thinking that the way you've answered it is like, it It sounds like the talent was there. Your natural talent is there, but you just didn't have the time to like approach it like maybe Kobe would, right? That's what it sounds like to me. But Possibly, yeah. You know, um, he, I, he, he didn't have a second job. He didn't have a school to worry about, oh. you know? Mm -mm. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, yeah, they have a team. Just, just, just for me and just whoever, just call my friends up. My other fighter friends, you know. Mm. Sorry, yeah. And this is the I was, early before days. I was at school. I was, I was training with the team. I was more focused, and I, I branched out almost school. Yeah. Yeah, Be because I feel like nowadays to make it to the very top of these uh, any sports, you have to have like strong management behind you yeah. there's got to be strong game plans nutrition plans all kinds of like uh um athletic uh strategies yeah. behind the, the 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 pro athletes right it's, it's rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah do do you see um any other vietnamese uh fighters coming up uh that has a, a shot at you know doing some big things in the ufc who we got? We have. Let me see now. Yeah, is that Martin? Win? I think he's a one FC champion. You know that's that's dope. Yeah, he's he's like a, I think one forty five, one thirty five champion. I mean, that's dope. You know, but like I said that's dope. It's, it's a big deal, but it's not it's not UFC. No, I, no. I just see him. I want to see him fight in the UFC. You know, see how he does. But Martin is a little bit older though, too now, right? Is he old? Is he thirty five? Yeah, is that pretty uh, old? Yeah, it's older, but uh, I mean, uh, he's still active, so yeah. we can give him a chance, you know. But it's not some like twenty-six-year-old. Nah, like, nah, yeah. Not, not, uh, he has experience, so he still might be again. Are there are there any young twenty-five, mid-twenties uh, Vietnamese fighters? I think off the top of my head, ah, oh, dude, is there? Uh, dang, uh. I can't, I can't, I can't think. Mm. I can't. Uh, is that it was Ben Nguyen from, was Ben Nguyen, Ben Nguyen from Australia, right? Yeah, Ben Nguyen. Uh, 
He's American, and, but from uh, I mean, he's American, I mean, but lives in Australia with his wife. Oh, that was that what is? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I haven't seen him fight in a while. I was yeah. like, still you see. I hope he is. Uh, he's dope. Uh, uh, there's not that many of us, you know. No, yeah. no, very. It's like a there's handful. The, the the Milai guy, the Tan Lei, half mix. Yeah, he's, you know he knocked out Martin Wynn. <laughs> yes, <laughs> see, see, see that get, get the punch, get the freaking big chunk straight them, helps him out, man. See, <laughs> dude, that was funny. It's not, not fair, man. It's not, you, you get that power. It's not wait, fair. Do you think that there is some meat chunk strength? No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally joking. Okay, <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. I don't think there's any chunk strength at all. I mean, Tanley is dope. You get a tackle no karate guy. And he, he won fair square. I don't. I don't think so. I know. I'm, I'm joking. I'm totally funny, kidding. man. <laughs> what, what was your uh, most memorable time in in the sport in the your career up to date? Jeez, the most memorable. But probably uh, two things. Two, two of them. This one like when I fought. Uh, like I fought one uh, one time. The underground, underground by the day, underground and made match. I mean, turn. I fought a tournament. So I fought three fights in one night. Yeah. I fought first round. I fought the first round for this, this, this black guy, freaking dope national love wrestler. I almost broke his arm with the, with the key log. That, that was a good one. You see, it's, it's online, it's not on YouTube. And the next one, I fought Vinny's brother. You know, this is, this is not that many, but he, we fought together. I always see him, I always see him, Patrick Pat, Kwan. And like, um, I always see my show, local shows, you know, we fought together on the same card. And uh, it was a tournament, so we, we he he won the first round. I won the first round. We met up in the semifinals, and then uh, I'm like, damn, and like um, I I remember, I remember when we fought on the same shows. I sh- I I I showed my dad. I hit him with Vinny's brother. My dad was like, see son, you gotta be like this guy. See, he's aggressive. You know, he goes there, he wins, he beats the guy up. I he beats the guy up, but but dad. I get to finish. I get the arm bar. I, I I win the first round. He gets to finish. I I win, and that's that's what I thought. That's how I thought about my head. Like, dude, my dad likes me more than you. Oh man, I'm gonna mess you up. <laughs> and I beat the. I didn't want to do it, but I I, I don't want to hit my Asian brother, you know. But I beat the piss out of him that night. You know, I, I thought I think it was my dad. Win, 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 win. No, no, no. Submission, just just all punches. Bam, bam, bam. I win hit. I won him, and then the next night I fight um. Mutai champion, Ray Rob McCullough. You know, he's dope. Um, I thought I won the fight, but um, the promotion, the promotion, the, the event was his promotion. You know, his uh, his teammates. They, it was it was, it was, the, it was the head promoter. So I think we give we give it to him. But wow. on all, you know, uh, it, was, it was good. That was a very memorable fight, memorable event. But then the next one part is the never see a fight. You know, my fight getting to the the, the fight that I got into the big leagues. Yeah. Does your mom and dad look back now and they recognize the achievement that you've done? Probably not. <laughs> no. No. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know because I don't know. To me, it's a big deal. Like, wow, to me, it's the NFL. I, I, I'm, make, I'm playing major league, but I'm not sure they know. Like you know, or they even care. Like, oh, he fights. Okay, you know, <laughs> you might think like a tackle no term or something like that. You know? Did so, they ever go to any of your fights? How did they? Wow, for you to even question it—that's crazy. No, I, I, I think one time, my, uh, I think one time, 
my mom wanted to go. My 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 brother did not let my mom go uh, because uh, you know, I want my mom to see me get in a fight. You know, I think she she went she cry. You know, like might distract me stuff. Like this. I might, uh, so uh, I think my mom didn't want to go either. See me like get beat up. It's kind of too much for her heart. You know, too much uh, of a headache. So yeah, I didn't want to go. Uh, one time, one time, one time they wanted to go. I didn't let them, and, and then like after a while. They didn't want to go anymore. It's just too much of a too much of a burden on them, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do Do you have kids? I have one kid. You have one kid. How is boy or girl? It's a boy. Yeah. And how old is he? Two and a half. Two and a half. Are you gonna let him fight? You're gonna encourage him to fight? I'm, I'm gonna try. You know. Yeah. I'm just do the best. Like, try to do the Gracie style. Trying to like manipulate him. Trying to make him do martial arts. You know. Like make him do chores. You don't do it. You can't go to jujitsu class, you know, something like that. So I'm gonna do my best. I can try to manipulate, manipulate him to go become, become a fighter. Yeah. Wow. And so you don't mind him getting beat up and all that crazy stuff in the. Well, I don't want him to get beat up. So hopefully, I can train him to <laughs> not get beat up. You know, but, but his mom, my wife, does not want him to fight. Want she? She wants him to be a model. You know, she's like has a pretty nose. I don't want his nose to be broken. I'm all, dude. You want to be a model? You want to be a fighter? Like, dude. So he get girls. I do. Who gives a crap? You a fire with the respect of the men. Then you get girls. Who cares? You want me no freaking pretty boy? All of all guys hate you. No respect. You know, and only other girls like you. Who cares about that? You know, if you're a fire, you still get girls and you get the respect of the guys. You're a model. You, you can't fight, and all the guys don't like you, and you get girls. Who cares? That's funny. That's so Look at that. super funny. What? The What's the typical journey to the UFC? Like, if, if you were to say there's a program, you start at eight, uh, eight years old, you know, by 12, you're here at the Junior Olympics. I mean, is there a program or do you, like for your son, do you can, can you see an outline of your oh, yeah. years to get yeah, to the train, UFC? Yeah, probably pretty much, you know, keep him around martial arts, you know, make, make it positive, you know, I don't know, for me, I watch martial, a lot of martial arts movies, you know, um, Keep him at the keep him in the gym, keep him at the academy, be like very natural for him, and do my best to make it fun for him, make him enjoyable to come to practice, to come every day, you know, to hear his dad, see his dad enjoy it, you know, see me compete, see other people compete, you know, make him encourage him to compete, you know, try not to make it like, not fun, make it enjoyable, you know, um, make it like um, not so nerve wracking for him, make it calm. Be an enjoyable event, you know. Win or lose, try to be there for him. You know, so, so somehow do the best I can to like try to, you know, persuade him to that path. Now, what is the most? I would say I don't know two or three important, most important martial arts that a kid or somebody going to the UFC should learn. For me. Uh, Wrestling, wrestling, uh, I say wrestling, boxing, uh, jujitsu, and maybe Muay Thai. Those, those are four those four. things. You're gonna pick. If I can pick, I'm able to pick four. Those would be the main four I would pick. Yeah. Is there uh, an a ranking in the deadliest in those four? Or are they uh, all the same? Ah, uh, geez, it's rough. Maybe, dang, if I could pick one, if I, if I, pick, uh, if you can rank them, 
Oh damn, we rank them. Maybe wrestling number one. Wrestling number one. Wrestling number one. Maybe number two. Wrestling. Dang. Wrestling. Maybe 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 uh, I don't know. Let's see. Maybe... Jujitsu might be number two. Maybe. Muay Thai. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I think I think I think yeah, boxing, wrestling, boxing, jiu-jitsu, muay thai. Oh. I, 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 I'm just that sounds I'm like think a, quickly, yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like a, a good. I order. think wrestling, uh, you know, I see wrestling in a fight. I say um, I say both a, a wrestler and just a guy. Both guys, uh, striking is pretty equivalent. Not great, is not good, but they both have equivalent uh, wrestling. Uh, strike, strike, they both equivalent striking. So if the jiu-jitsu guy someone can't take the wrestler down, he's pretty screwed, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yep. So just keep just keep the goal is just keep it standing, and now just keep just keep it striking. Whoever has is a better punch is gonna win. Um, you know, uh, but uh, if the wrestler is defending his submission, that'll be good. But don't, don't get taken down, you know. Um, or you can take the defensive submission. Um, we time boxing is close, but you know, but uh, I, I I like boxing, you know, I like, I like hands, so really really good hands, and uh, and I think about Randy Couture, really good wrestling, really good boxing, and he's very successful with that, you know, so I mean, all important, but uh, I've had to pay probably wrestling, boxing, uh, just in Muay Thai. Right, right, right. Oh, very cool. And um, so, you know, you, you go through those four, you should probably be training all four of those simultaneously through those training years, right? Usually, yeah. Usually, yeah. You probably those four simultaneously. Maybe not. Yeah. Every, every day, a little, little something. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Then that's, there's only technique. Then there's conditioning. And like straight, straight, there's conditioning, like you know, running, and like, your gas, getting strength, getting stronger, getting your gas up, getting a good diet, yeah, sleep. Oh, so so the training is just sort of like the technical learning. The you you don't really spend the time. Um, you're not spending energy. You're just like kind of learning the technique, right? I mean, you you, you always spend energy because you have you have to drill it physically. You, drill it. you have to physically drill. You're learning it mentally as well, but you have to physically drill it. So you have to create muscle memory, you know. So um, yeah, lots of sparring, you drill it, lots of drilling, then sparring, doing it live. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got, it's a lot of, lot of exertion. Have Have you been to Vietnam? I have not, but you know, I, I, I always want to, you know, I, I still have a, my sister still lives over there, you know, so I want to visit her. Wait a minute. I never, I never met her. Yeah. You've never met your sister. Yeah. My old, my oldest sister. Yeah. So there's four of you. Yeah, there's a uh, yeah, there's a there's a, there, yeah, as far as my uh, my oldest sister is from my is from my is from my dad's side. Right? Yeah, he had uh, it's from my dad's side. Yeah, my dad's yeah, side. Yeah, got it. I was a bit no, he came, he never been there better. Stay back with, stay back with her. Yeah, so then you know, um, I think there's a UFC. I'm not UFC, but mixed martial arts community. What? 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 I'm not sure. I, I you know. yeah, I think so. Uh, so something like that. Yeah, yeah that, that there's a lot of MMA in Vietnam. Like it's a growing community. Um, I'd love to see. Uh, you know, well, I mean, what what 
what has made you not go back up into this moment? I don't know, man. People, because you know, I'm very proud of Vietnamese. I, I've been wanting to go back. You know, I, I've been to Japan, you know, but uh, yeah. I, I always want to go back to Vietnam. I've always done, but like people scare me. You know, like my 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 family and my my, my aunts and uncles scare me. You know, I'm very proud of Vietnamese. I have the the Vietnam three red stripes. And like my parents and my, my uncles and the people, friends, tell me, oh, people know me in Vietnam. When I get down to, you know, when I live in the airport, they arrest me. I'm like, God dang. Who? You know, like, what, well, who said that? It's just it's like family members, people. Like, you know, like, but then um, I talk to friends that live in Vietnam. They tell me, like, I should be fine. So I do. It's eventually. not like that. No, yeah. yeah. It's not like that. Vietnam is a very um, easygoing country. I like easygoing. Yeah. Say again? I like easygoing. Yeah. <laughs> Very easygoing. You're going to have a great time. And uh, I think what you're going to, uh, I have a cousin, uh, Andy Wynn. She, um, she's a female uh, fighter, I think. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I see her. Yeah, she's dope, man. Yeah. She's in te is Texas? Uh, right yeah, South Carolina. Oh, so there we go. South Carolina. There, she's dope, yeah. yeah. She fights Ryzen, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's dope, man. She mixed. Yeah. Uh, mixed uh, like Vietnamese white. Yes. Yeah, so no, no. She she looks cool. like it, right? Yeah. Like, she something, mixed, right? Yeah. She looks mixed. Her mother looks mixed too. Um, my oh. aunt. But no, she's pure Vietnamese. She um, she's pretty big chick, man. I wish it's good. She she fights uh, 135, 45 or something like that, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She, she's dope. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's uh 17, 18 fights in, and she's she does Muay Thai too. Yes, she's dope. Uh, I think she trained at uh, what the gym is in, but I trained at where she trained. She trains now. Yeah, yeah, she was train training with Andrea Lee. Um, who was oh, was she in Hawaii? Right. I'm not sure. I think Andrea Lee might be now, but before she was in, uh, I think, New out of New Orleans. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But but I bring her up because she's been in Vietnam a few times, and she said that the people in the MMA world in Vietnam are very sweet. They're very nice people. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. For, so that means you're less scared to go in there. Right? Yeah. You know, I have a brother who lives there for 18 years now. Uh, he's from the U.S. He grew up with me. Uh, he didn't leave till maybe in his early 20s. He, My brother was a U.S. Marine with me and uh, went to college at USC here. And he's moved back and he's had a great life for the last 18 years. So... Yeah. Um, I can vouch for the safety for the for the community for the you'll have a very good experience. It's not it's modern Vietnam. There's a lot of us that live and, and do business and um, are very open to Vietnam. And uh, yeah, would love to see you one day go back and take that trip. It's not what you think it is. Yeah, I, yeah see, I, I thought about that. You know, me talking about, hey, you want to go to Vietnam and like, and like open a school there, have a life there, and stuff like that. Yeah. Go back to, or, or me and my wife always talk about, go back to Japan, go back to Japan, uh, open a school there, and in the summer, I send my kids to Vietnam, stay with my sister, and mm -hmm. I go to school there, learn Vietnamese, so that, that's the plan. Yeah, and is your wife uh, Vietnamese, or is she and, Japanese? Jap Japanese lady, yeah. Got it, from Japan, or from, she grew up here? Uh, Japan. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, you guys living in Asia wouldn't be a big, big deal. It'd be, it'd be, uh, it'd be fun to think of. I always think about it. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, if you have any questions about it, always you can always hit me up, and uh, you know I have a whole group of Vietnamese Americans that we go back to Vietnam very regularly. I mean, I've, really, That's yeah, nice. two three times a year for me. Three, two, three, more than once a year. Two or three times a year That's for the dope. last twenty years. That's awesome. Yeah. When do you when do you go? How far long you go for? I just go for a week. Um, I have a another. I have a a factory in Vietnam, and I. Um, it's a family business that I've been managing for my entire life. So it's uh, oh. part of, you know, the work that I do. But at the same time, I go back for, you know, the entertainment business and to hang out with my brother. So, you know, I'm we're back there very regularly. My my mom and dad or when my dad was alive, we'd be there a lot. That's dope. Their second dope. home. Saigon's our second home. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that. Just the. Maybe it's from Saigon Sports Center too, right? That's Saigon Alex Sports Center. Center. That's right. I mean, I never been there, but the the picture looks like a, looks like a side of a Costco. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, huge. I haven't been there, but my cousin Andy has told me like it's state of the art. It looks enormous. Yeah, it's enormous. Yeah. So yeah, I I would. I'm glad that we had this conversation because I'm you know I I advocate for you know um, Vietnamese Americans you know. Uh, getting to know our motherland more and yeah you know, yeah I, I, I don't know how you say that the way hung you know way hung yeah, yeah, yeah way back yeah. and learning more about our culture or vang hoa exactly. our, our roots you know, our that's roots the, that's, that's the goal yeah, yeah. and our, our children my kids are your your uh your boys i have a boy that's your your son's age as well he's turning two, yeah, yeah. Two. Uh, congrats, so congrats, congrats. i i want them to experience my, my wife's not Vietnamese she's Taiwanese and I want oh, yeah, my... yeah, like me they call me a, a fang boy you know <laughs> true traitor <laughs> yeah, that's funny. but uh, yeah it's you know it's good to have you know um different perspectives and uh I'm you know if I'm open if you ever have questions about going back to Vietnam or you know paperwork or like all the things that you should prepare for emotionally or you know Please contact me. I'll I'll definitely walk you through it. And if you need to meet some people in Vietnam, I'll make some introductions for you. Thank you. Do you want your kid to speak Thai and Vietnamese too? I, I would love, but my wife and I are so lazy. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, my uh, I I want I want my kid to. Maybe I want my kid. My wife. Maybe I want my uh, kid to speak three languages: Vietnamese. Yep. Japanese, English, so he's going to like a uh, Vietnamese preschool right now, and like um, I like Japanese. Trust me, my wife has speaking Japanese as often as she can. Wow. She's a Japanese tutor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. My my wife and I are just lazy assholes. I'm gonna say is like Vietnam is it Laos, Thailand, Vietnam, next is like that, right? Correct. So if you ever go back to Vietnam to live. You like go back and forth to Thailand, Vietnam, whatever. Yeah, know? my my wife is Taiwanese, so they Taiwanese, speak Mandarin. Sorry, so, so, sorry. Yeah. So, sorry, so, 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 so we have to fly three hours from Vietnam uh, to, to go Taiwan. to Taiwan, and Taiwan oh. speaks Mandarin. They're chi they're you know Chinese based um country, yeah. the Chinese yes, language based, Mandarin Taiwan, based. Yeah. yeah, so we, but if yeah, I think I I. When I said Taiwanese, you didn't hear a Taiwanese. So, Taiwanese. I heard Thai. I heard Thai. Yeah, yeah. I just said Thai. I'm sorry. I not Taiwanese. I, yeah. I heard Thailand. Sorry. So sorry. No, 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 no worries. No worries. Yeah. yeah so we, we fly to Taiwan. Uh, it's three hours away from Vietnam. 
Oh, my bad. Japan has been on six hours, so better than us, yeah. So it's not yeah. too bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's a hard thing, man, to, you know, to keep these kids speaking the original mother language, you know, because yeah. I'm a second generation. I was born yeah, in the United me, States. Me too, me too, me too. Yeah, I speak Vietnamese, and I speak it well, I read and write, and I can uh, sing no, I can't, I can't read and write, I only speak, you know, because... Yeah. You but you know, from 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 speaking to reading and writing, it's only a year away. If you sat oh. down and yeah, you had a tutor. A lot of my friends now who are born here, they all have tutors in Vietnam, fifteen bucks an hour, and they do it on Zoom. Dope. Once a week, all these people that I know, they're like once a week, is it? All studying, yeah, on Zoom with an instructor from Vietnam. That's dope. Pretty yeah. dope stuff, yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. man. But um, so yeah, Nam, I I really appreciate you um coming on and sharing your story with me, and uh, you know, hopefully we can all visit Vietnam together. Yeah, let's do it. That sounds fun. <laughs> Very cool, man. I look forward to you know maybe uh one day you're going to you know, uh, train some Vietnam young MMA fighter from out of Vietnam, and he comes out and represents Vietnam in the world. Seriously, right? Represent. That's the goal. You know, yeah, that definitely. I, I love to work with school Vietnam, like educate, you know, the the people in like more modern day martial arts, you know. Right, right, and I'm sure that, you know, they're probably having some sort of, um, you know, modern instruction instructors coming from the U.S. or around the world as well, because it's a free country now, you know, basically yeah. in that war in that respect in terms of learning about these uh, sports or learning about these modern approaches to, to, to educating themselves about a sport like um, MMA. And I think that, you know, we're well on our way to climb these sort of um, art forms and, and get better and progress at it. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. You know, I just I want to see how people, you know, get to the top. Yeah. And I think we will. It, it's just a matter of time. And uh, we are recovering from a lot of trauma and uh, different uh, painful histories, but uh, seems, we're getting better. I, uh, think, I, think, I think we're doing all right. We're all right. Yeah. Well, Nam, thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate your time. And, you know, it was uh, wonderful talking to you today. Thanks, man. That was fun, man. Thank you. Come up again. Cool. We'll do. We'll do. Talk to you soon. See you, see you. Bye, guys. See you. Right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to The Vietnamese with Kenneth Nguyen. The Vietnamese is produced by Brittany Tran and Javier Proenza. Special thanks to Jane Nguyen, Catherine Nguyen, Tina Pham, Sydney Jamie, and Crystal Trin. Please find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Vietnamese Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube where you can subscribe, like, and comment. Please rate and give us a review wherever you find our podcasts. Thanks again for listening.